Hi, and welcome back to the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast, a place where women come to break free from binge eating so that they can release weight and free up time and energy to do what matters most to them. And so today I have an episode from a Facebook Live where I talked about how the way that we do, the way that we think of doing good with our eating throughout the day is really holding us back from actually doing good with our eating. And what I mean by this is so often I hear women say, you know, I do well all day and then I get to the end of the day and I and I have a binge. So in this Facebook Live, I talk about, you know, where the misconception lies here and how you can approach this idea differently so that you can have um, days that are so good that when you get to the evening, a binge isn't even on your mind. So enjoy the episode and I'll talk to you soon. Hello, hello. Good evening, everyone. So tonight I'm talking about why doing good with your eating all day is not what you think and what it really is, how you can approach it differently um, so that um, you can get to the end of the day without binge eating so that you can um, uh, eradicate the evening binge eating. Um, so if you're new to me, hi, I'm Rashandi Yates, and I help women to break free from binge eating so that they can have peace and enjoy their eating for life using the embodiment method. And if you're here, please say hello. Would love to see um, who's here. And if you are joining on the replay, hashtag replay, thank you for watching. So again, I'm talking tonight about, you know, why, I mean, why, yeah, why, um, doing good all day is not what you think it is, what it really is, and how you can set yourself up for success so that by the time you get to the evening, you're not having nighttime urges um, to binge on like sweets and carbs and everything else um, in the name of relaxation at the end of the night. So if you're like many who, self- who suffer from binge eating, you've probably felt confused um, when, you know, you've been doing good all day and you're eating, but then at the when nighttime comes, you're feeling a lot of cravings and you feel like you're throwing away all your progress at night. And you might feel like when you get to the end of the day, you know what? I've been going all day. I have been working hard and I deserve a reward. And I just want to say I totally get this because I used to do this very thing. I'll tell you what I used to do is every single night I would leave school, immediately go and get chicken fingers, fries, ice cream, a candy bar, and sometimes wine on top of that. And I would watch House of Cards and binge. And that was the only way that I felt like I could relax at the end of the day. So I can relate a thousand percent. Okay, we're still good. And, you know, again, like I said, I was doing this nightly and I was doing this for about a year. Um, And the problem is that when we're thinking, I'm doing so good throughout the day, um, but then we go home and ruin it all at night, we're actually missing a lot of information in there um, that shows us exactly what is causing those evening binges. So what we're going to do in this video is dive into that information that we're missing. So a big mistake that we tend to make is thinking that doing good 
um, with your eating means how much that you have controlled yourself or said no to yourself throughout the day. So this could look like, um, for example, I, you know, I had a coaching client tonight who talked about this and, you know, of course she used tools that she's learned to navigate this differently. But often what we do is like, we'll see something in the break room and we'll think, oh, that, you know, there's cupcakes, there's candy. But what we'll do is we'll tell ourselves no. And we'll say no, 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 no to ourselves all throughout the day. And while we're doing this, we're telling ourselves that we're being disciplined. All right. Now, what happens is we start to develop this story, this really insidious story about what discipline means. And we start to make it mean that discipline feels depriving. Discipline sucks. You know, discipline feels bad. It feels restrictive. And we start to get this story about discipline. And on the flip side of that is that once we go through this constant barrage of self-denial throughout the day, when we get to the end of the day, and then we can no longer take that self-denial Now, when we give in to that and binge, now we have no discipline, you know, and we need more discipline. We need more willpower. So we use discipline against ourselves in these moments. Now, I want to define what deny means. And that is a state that one refuses to admit the truth or existence of. State that one refuses to admit the truth or existence of. So the question for you is like, what are you denying yourself in those moments? And I don't just mean about the food, because that's another mistake that we make is we start to make it about whether or not to eat the food. And it's really not about that. Yes, you might, um, you know, want to choose to eat the food or, or no, you may not. But the thing is, is that when we default to just denying ourselves and telling ourselves no and making that about being disciplined, that's really where the problem lies. So I'm going to try to pull this apart a little bit more for you as we go. And as you listen, I'm sure it'll start to sink in what the shift here is. So we deny ourselves all day thinking that we're being disciplined. We start to form these stories about we're undisciplined. And, you know, it's not a matter of doing good with your eating. It's actually a matter of valuing yourself. And so here's what I mean about that. When you're making choices as you go out through the, through the day, are you coming from that place of self-denial? Are you coming from a place of, no, I need to be disciplined. I need to have more willpower. No, you know, I shouldn't eat that. Or are you coming from a place of valuing yourself And from a place of truly wanting to support yourself physically, mentally, and emotionally. And like, even as I'm saying that, I feel a difference in how I am approaching, um, you know, those choices, even as I'm speaking that. Um, So see, what often happens is, you know, we get to the end of the day and we feel like we just want that time to to zone out and just relax. But when we wait until the last minute to meet all of your needs, then it's no wonder that your willpower reserves are completely drained. You feel drained. You feel exhausted. So it's no wonder that, you know, you have no um, resolve to basically um, 
you know, to write out that urge in that moment, it's no wonder that it's so difficult to give in in that moment. And unfortunately, what could be a really peaceful, relaxing end of the day moment turns out to be something that we beat ourselves up over. We feel guilty and shame over. And when we wake up in the morning, we're thinking, oh man, I really wish I didn't do that. We beat ourselves up and then the cycle starts all over again. So what I want to do now is I want to look at three specific ways that I see that women deny themselves and three, um, or actually probably more than three, introspective questions that you can do to start to navigate and, you know, stop denying yourself and start filling up your cup throughout the day. So the first one is under eating. And, you know, this is one that I've spoken a lot on in the first 10 episodes of the Ending Your Binge Eating podcast. So if you want some more support around that, go and check out those episodes. But so many of us are not eating enough. And I wanted to dispel this myth that I used to have as well, that being in a calorie deficit and being in a state of weight loss means being hungry. This needs to be squashed right now. <laughs> because what it's doing is it's creating this, you know, this state of we think that we need to suffer to lose weight. We think it's supposed to be painful. Discomfort happens. Yes, we feel uncomfortable because we're changing. But painful? No. Um, certainly not suffering. It, it's just not required to release weight. So are you under eating? You know, are you, so the questions that I have for you to consider is, are you eating enough throughout the day? And if not, what's causing you to undernourish yourself? Who or what are you giving more importance to than you're giving yourself? What boundaries do you need to set and stand for in your life, workplace, or home to ensure that you're filling up your own cup first? So often we are meeting the needs of others. We're giving, 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 but we forget to fill up our own cup. And do you need to ask for help around anything? Do you need to ask for support? You know, do you have some things that you need to take off your plate? You know, and all of this is really about how are you valuing yourself? You know, how are you taking care of yourself? Number two is not allowing yourself time to rest. You know, are you taking breaks and resting throughout your day or are you just whipping and running from morning till till evening and then finally it's just like you collapse in every sense of the the word some questions to consider here are what are you doing in your free time are you trying to shove in more to-dos on your list or are you actually taking breaks are you celebrating the work that you've done already um are you over piling yourself with things to do are you over committing which is a whole other topic and when you do pause, how are you spending that time? Now, a big one, and I don't want to ruffle anybody's feathers, but this was a big one for me. If you are taking breaks, how are you spending that time? Are you pulling out your phone immediately and just scrolling or checking email instantly or getting on your phone and just like distracting yourself? Or are you really allowing yourself to enjoy that moment? 
to yourself. And, you know, this was a huge wake up call for me because I realized that when I did have a break, I would look for ways to distract myself, which included eating, but included like when I was really trying to control myself, again, going back to that idea of like self-denial, I had needs that I wasn't meeting. And one of the needs that we have sometimes is just the need to rest and have um, a silent moment, you know, just to connect with ourselves, to breathe, to feel our body, to feel our emotions, to acknowledge like, what am I feeling right now? But what happens is so often we can't do that because as soon as we do that, we start to feel that discomfort, that sense of dis-ease. And that's the very sense of dis-ease that will drive us to eating. So, you know, how are you giving yourself rest? How are you nurturing yourself and how are you making space to really check in with how you're feeling throughout the day? Um. I mentioned that, you know, I I had a call with a client tonight who was talking about how she did this for herself. And what happened was when she got to the break room and there was candy in the break room, she didn't just tell herself, no, I'm not going to have it. She didn't choose to have it. But what she did was she really turned inward and gave herself space to feel, to acknowledge how she was feeling in that moment. And so she met her needs right there in that moment, probably only took her about 30 seconds to do. By the way, the link to that um, training to help you do this is in my headline, I think, my header. But, um, you know, are you making that space for yourself to get to fulfill your needs throughout the day before you even get to that night? You know, when it's time to sit down and relax. Now, the third one is... It's huge, and it's something that a lot of people will throw away, but it's it's truly huge, and it made it such a big impact in my life, um, And it because it really forces you to think. And the third one is not allowing ourselves to feel good. So many of us don't feel like we're allowed to feel good. Uh, we don't feel worthy of just being and just having a moment to laugh and, you know, feel playful, and we feel like it's not doing something productive in that moment. So here's some questions to um, reflect on for yourself. Um, What are you doing that is just for enjoyment in the day? Whether that's walking in nature, you know, um, dancing for five minutes, laughing, calling up a friend, whatever it is that for you, looking at, you know, beautiful pictures online is something I like to do, like mountains and stuff. And if it's difficult to allow yourself to relax, consider what's stopping you from enjoying fun and play. What's stopping you from enjoying pleasure and feeling good just for the sake of pleasure and feeling good? And there is so, so much insight that can come from really getting um, quiet with yourself and reflecting on that question. So what we've talked about today is we've talked about um, the difference between um, doing good, being, you know, denying yourself and restricting yourself versus doing good, being valuing yourself. And we talked about three ways that we deny ourselves throughout the day. And those ways were um, undernourishing yourself, not allowing yourself time to rest and not allowing yourself to feel good. 
And I also gave you some questions to reflect on. And I'd like to know in the comments, which one of these three areas are you going to focus on in your life next? Are you going to make sure that you're eating enough? Are you going to make sure that you're nourishing yourself enough? Are you going to make sure that you are building in times for rest that you are actually using for rest and restoration? And um, with play, you know, how are you going to make sure that you savor those moments that you enjoy? You know, the more you can savor when you do feel good, when you notice that, the more that that will expand and grow. And as you go, you'll start to notice like what it is that you need to let go of to in order in order to expand that sense of joy and pleasure and play and fun more and more and more. And you're probably beginning to realize at this point that our food choices are really a reflection of how we take care of ourselves throughout the day and how we value ourselves. Hey, it's Rashonda again. I hope you enjoyed that episode. And I'm curious to know which of the three areas are you going to focus on next in your life to set yourself up for better success to have a binge-free night? Is it making sure that you're eating enough during the day? Is it making sure that you include rest and breaks for yourself? Or is it including fun and play? Let me know by reaching out to me on Instagram or on Facebook at Rashonda Yates. I'd love to hear from you. And if you've received any value from the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes. It would mean so much to me and we could reach more people together. All right. I will catch you on another episode of the Ending Your Binge Eating Podcast. Bye. Eat With Balance will open its doors very soon. If you want to be notified when we do, get on the wait list at rashondiates.com slash eatwithbalancewaitlist.